This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. We have this thought, this great lesson, like this. And that is, if you look, the Kohen Gadol, the day that he enters the Kodesh Kodashim, the day that he enters Kodesh Kodashim, does he wear gold? Usually he wears gold. Usually he wears gold. Comes Yom Kippur, the Kodesh Kodashim. Does he wear gold? Yes or no? He does not wear gold. So what's the, what's the reason why? What's the reason why? And one of the reasons is very simple because What happened with gold? We, what? we did, took our gold, we did Hadagel. So that being said, we can't go, the, the Kohen Gadol cannot go inside the Kodesh Kodashim and, 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 and flaunt the regular gold that he usually wears. Why? Because if he does that, if he does that, then it's really m- m- remembering. Where, where you, you, you're like, in a way, we don't want to remember anything of sin. So what is that, te- what is that teaching us in general in life? you never allowed to speak bad about the Jewish nation. you never allowed to speak bad about them. You know, sometimes I hear negativity. This, that, that, this. Excuse me. Some, and sometimes the person that's talking about might be, might be older than you. So you can't really say much to him. You know, excuse me, you know that. But in your head, whatever he's saying is, is, is nonsense. All the Jews are good people. The Jewish people are good people. That, that, that's how you have to think. And how do we see, where's the proof to this? You see the proof. What happens? He's in the Kodesh Kodashim. He doesn't want to mention anything about the, about the Jews. No negativity. Not even anything about the gold. Why? I, you wear gold all the time. It's part of your big day Kodesh. No. I don't want to say anything bad about the Jews. Same thing. In life, we never ever speak bad about the Jewish people. Especially, it's Lashon about a whole nation. You understand what I'm trying to say? It's, especially, it's Lashon about a whole nation. That's that, that that that's insane. You gotta be you gotta be nuts to, to to even think about that like that. That's the first thing. Second thing is like this. Second thing is that if you look, we take two goats, one we throw them as Azazel, and one what's the other one? What's the other one where we do? Rabin is a korban. Right? And what they did was, after they brought the korban, they took the two, they did a lottery, they took the goat, and as he's going, he's going, uh, he, he sees his friend, his Abu's little friend, oh, what's going on? Oh, he's being uh, slaughtered. Ah, what do they take him? I feel bad for my friend. He walks out of the bed, he walks out of the, how do you, they take him out of, out of, out of, out of to, 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 on a hill, and he's going uh, outside, seeing the view, and he's being walked on a, on a nice mountain, and everybody's like, wow, He's thinking, in it. What, all of a sudden, what do we do? We chuck him with a red string, and that red string, we tie it also on the Beit HaMikdash. When, as soon as we threw him as kapara, the red string turned white in the Beit HaMikdash, because it was a kapara for us. You know what happened? So Shem Shem Hirsch says like this, he says something amazing, he says, I don't understand, if you think about it, what is the goat? That's being brought out of the Beit Hamikdash, thinking when his other goat is being sacrificed. Oh, I feel bad for my my friend over there. Is this that me? Look at me. I'm chilling. I'm walking on on the mountain. They take me to the nice views. Everything is great, but the last second, 
He turns around, he realized they're about to throw him off the cliff and die. <laughs> what are you thinking there? Like, oh my goodness. So Shushan Farah Hirsch says like this. So the same thing, mashal mashal, for a, a religious Jew and a Jew that doesn't keep nothing. You have a Jew, he's Jewish, doesn't keep. I'm a cardiac Jew. I'm a Jew in my heart. I love the Jewish people in my heart. You understand? One time I remember, I'll never forget in my life, I was a young kid. I was like maybe like 15, 14, 15. I had a, 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 a man, my grandmother's friend drove her car on Shabbat in my driveway. And I'm looking at her like, Shabbat. I was 14. Like she was maybe like 80. I was like, it's Shabbat. She's, I'm Jewish in my heart. You understand? I'm a cardiac Jew. I never heard that word in my life. I was like, what does that mean? I don't even know what cardiac means, you know? <laughs> it was cardiac. I'm a Jew at heart. That's what she tells me. I'm, I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew at heart. That's what she tells me. So at that time, at that moment, I'm thinking in my mind, what's the difference between a, a religious Jew and a non-religious Jew? I'll tell you. A person might think that, oh my goodness, I'm restricted in what I can eat. I'm restricted in what I can speak. Think about it. You have to only keep kosher. Oh, the guy who's not religious, he's eating everything he wants. You're restricted what with eating, with, with talking. I can't speak Lashonah. I can't do this. I can't do that. You're restricting the way you have to get dressed, if you think about it. A girl being sneeoot, she has to dress up like that, dress up like this. Right? You're restricted with so many things. You're restricted with your eyes. You know, you can't just look wherever you want. You're restricted with a million things. What you hear, don't speak, don't hear Lashonara. And you think about it, the list goes on and on. You, you're restricted. You can't, you can't work on Shabbat. You can't work on Yom Tov. You can't work on, uh, You can't do this. You can't do that. So many I can't do. Hello? And then you have the non-religious Jew that does whatever he wants, no restrictions. Now I ask you, I ask you, at the end of the time where a person's leaving this world after 120 years, and they look back in the life, the, the person who didn't keep anything, what is he thinking? Oh my goodness, where's my end? A person that kept, what is he thinking? I know, I know, I know I could rest in peace. You know, <laughs> I know, I know I did good in my life. I know I did good stuff in my life. I know I didn't transgress the Torah. I know I didn't go against God. I know I was honest in business. I know, I know, I know. You know all these things, so therefore you have a better life. But I want to continue. But it's also here you have a better life. Why? Why? Because they asked Rav Shach once, what's the difference between a non-religious Jew and a religious Jew? He's like, what do you mean, what's the difference? You know the difference. He's like, no, what's the difference? So he says, the 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 religious Jew has pleasure in this world and the next. The non-religious, the, he loses both worlds, this and the next. Because he thinks that he's having pleasure. Oh, I can eat whatever I want. I can see whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. But you have to understand that Shem restricts those restrictions so therefore you can have a better life. He knows what's good for you. He knows how He built you. He knows what you're made out of. And He's saying, look, follow these laws and you'll have a better life here. He's not coming to punish you. He loves you more than more than you love yourself. He loves you. And now what is He doing? He's telling you, do this, do that, do this, that, so you can have a better life here. The Rabbeinah says, you know, if, if, this is what He says. Imagine retiring, you're, you're retiring. You know, people retire, what, what age do they retire? 65. 
65, let's say 65, 70, right? When a person hits that age, you think that he can eat whatever he can eat? He has a whole diet. What do you think, you're going to be able to eat a schnitzel sandwich? Impossible. It just won't go down. It won't go down. It's just like, 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 he can't, at the age of 65, 70, you're not, he's not having a, a sub with the, with the whole schnitzel sandwich. It's not going to happen. It just doesn't happen. You'll see. If we get to 70, like, oh, your Rabbi Palachi was right. I'm 70. I just, just I can't have the Shawar Malaf anymore. You know, it used to be the whole Khumus, Tkhine, Kharif, this, that. Now he has the Kharif hot burn, this burn, that burn. I mean, his back burn. What happened? No joke. There's a guy in the shul. He's not even, he's very, very young. He's 34. And he's telling me, Rabbi, I, I, I'm restricted from this. I said, what? I'm getting older. My body can't, it can't have acid. It can't have this. It can't have that. So, but think about it. And even what? You think you, you ever see a 70 year old go jet ski? In a Ferrari? Like, like, it's not, like, 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 what are you doing? Like, you know, the guy's 85 with a cane going in a Ferrari. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know, it doesn't match. What does God do? God says, with your full strength, I want you to enjoy retirement. How? Once a week, Shabbat take off. You have retirement every single week. You don't have to wait until you're 75 years old until you start retiring. Hashem says, you have your full strength now? Right now I want you to enjoy life. So think about it like that. Wow. Think about it. Kashrut. Think about Kashrut. Kashrut, the person might think, oh yeah, eating kosher, eating non-kosher. Hashem knows what it does to the body. So therefore He says, listen, restricted in this. Speaking, to be a human being, how could you be so low and speak about someone negative. What do you gain by speaking about this guy negative? All you're doing is destroying uh, uh, families, destroying people. Because people will never look at the person the same anymore. Oh, this person did A, B, C, and D. So now when you see that person, what do you think about that person? Right away. Oh, this guy, this guy's a loser. This guy's this, this guy's that. This lady, ah! She's a, she's a sketch. She's a, he's a crook. I mean, he's a crook. What's he a crook? Because he... Because he heard, he gets, he heard, he heard all these different uh, things about him, and therefore messed him up. So therefore, these restrictions are for our good, so we can have a better life here. You understand? And that's exactly the point with the with, with the mashal, really. That Rabbi Shmuel is saying, he's saying that this, he's saying, what is that per, that azazel, that the, the, the goat that's going to azazel? What is he thinking? He says, what 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 I do? What I do? What I do? And therefore, a person has to understand. He can't wait until the last leg, until the end. He has to do it now. Wherever you are now, start now. Start a whole program. Think what you can do. Think how you can improve. What's, what's life about, you know? Life is about improvement. Life is about getting better. Life is about, the, the Goan Vilna says, if you're not constantly working on your midot, why should you live? Do you have a, a list? This week I'm working on the, the, the midah of Zerizut. Put it on a big, uh, a big, uh, big board and this is what I'm working on. If you come look at my dining room, this is what I have. I have a whole thing. This is what I'm working on this week. This is what I'm working on this week. What? And my kids, that, what is this? That is, and then they get into it. Oh, this is for this, this is for that, this is for this, this is for that. And then they do it, they work themselves. Let's, let's work, let's work those. Then you feel good. You feel better. You feel like a better person. There's a mitzvah, we know, of the ahafta lelecha kamocha. Everybody knows that mitzvah? Love another joy like love yourself. And it's very interesting that Rabbi Akiva is saying it because we know Rabbi Akiva had 24,000 students that passed away. 
What is it that Rabbi Giva saw saying Zeklal Gadol Torah? What 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 gave him that uh, koach that um, uh, strength to go on? Anybody who loses just a few dollars, the people are going insane. You know, think about it. A person loses a million dollars in a stock, forget about it. He can't sleep for four weeks. You know, imagine we keep losing students, 24,000 students. What is going on? What is he thinking? What's happening? And this is the Klal Gadol that he says. So I'll explain with a story. It was brought down in Mesir Makot. How it says over there that when Rabbi Akiva and his, uh, and the Rabbanim and the rabbis were walking, they saw in the place where the Beit HaMikdash was, around that area, a fox coming out. And they started crying. And Rikiva started laughing. So they look at Rabbi Akiva and says, You're laughing? Why are you laughing? You should be crying. This is us. What, what, what are we doing? He says, No, I'm, I'm laughing because what you're crying about, I'm laughing. You're crying, I'm laughing. Because the same reason why you're crying, I'm laughing. He says, What does that mean? He told him like this. He said that there was a prediction that the Beit HaMikdash was going to be destroyed. So we knew that that was happening. We knew that the, that that was an evoah that was going to happen, and it was written, and we knew that the Beit Hamikdash was going to be destroyed. And the same Torah, the same Navi says it's going to be rebuilt. She says, "Look, I see what the Torah says is true. That's why I'm laughing because just the way it's true right now that it was going to be destroyed, it's true that it's going to be built. So what made him be able to sustain that?" Level of, of, of sanity, even in a, in a, in a dark situation, you'd say. And that is his positivity. He never thought negative. There was no negativity. And therefore, right away, his brain was strained. Positive, 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 positive. So the second he saw a fox coming out in the place where the Beit HaMikdash was, he thought positive. Wait, this is where it says that this will happen. But the same Torah that says this will happen, the same Torah says that eventually it will be rebuilt. So he had that positivity, and that's exactly what you need in order to love your fellow Jew. You always got to think positive. If you look at Pirkei Avot, What does that have to do with getting yourself a chaver? What does it have to do? Because if you don't give your friend the benefit of the doubt, you won't have that friend. Because every time you think all this, all that, all this, all that, but if you think always oh, giving the benefit of the doubt, they say, oh, oh, you know, it's all good. Great. You won't have any, um, any uh, sour relationship. Oh, he didn't pick up my phone. I called him three times. Why didn't he pick up my phone? So you go crazy. Why didn't he pick up my phone? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> if you just use your brain and say, well, hey, maybe his phone is not with him. Very simple. Otherwise, you're thinking, oh, he's not picking my phone calls. He's ignoring me. He's ignoring me. Oh, yeah, he's going to see when he calls me back. I'll never pick up his call. You get crazy. But if you think positive, have it done the then therefore that would that would always show you to love your friend. Why is it such a klal? Why is it such a klal? Why is it such a gadol? Because the way you're able to do that, one of the ways is by thinking positive. And when your mind is positive, your whole life is positive. Yeah, Josh? When your mind is positive, your whole life becomes positive. Now, there's one more point that I'd like to discuss. And that is, the Pasuk in Kedoshim Kedushim says, Al el ha'elilim, ani 
So Atif Malim, what does that mean? Don't turn to idols. Now we understand what is it, don't turn to idols. And what's Lokem Masechah Lo Tasulachem? Right, right, exactly. Huh? And don't create, don't create from the first Inyan is saying, let's say you have a table. Right, you have a table. Right, you can't, you can't worship a table. You can't worship any item. Back in the day in Egypt, they were worshiping the, the sheep. You can't worship any item. Right? And then it says, What is that saying? That's saying, and, and, and this inanimate object, whatever it may be, you can't create it into a god. What did they do with the Chedaya Gil? They made their gold and they made it into a whole situation. So too, what is it saying? It's saying you can't, not only can't bow down to any idols, you can't create any, 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 any idol worship. Got it? So now you, you open up, you say, how does it apply to us? I'm going to tell you exactly how it applies to us. And that is, it's not Starbucks by the way, this is water. Just somebody donated cups <laughs> to the shul. You know? Somebody donated cups to the shul. It's only water. <laughs> <M'chaim>. <laughs> no, it's actually... Uh... Now we gave the free advertisements over here. They should pay us. They should pay us. Blow it out. Blow it out. Right? No, but it's not Starbucks. I don't want to think anybody thinks. It's, 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 it's uh, the cup. Anyway... No, because I don't know. Is all, all Starbucks kosher even? Is it? I'm not sure about that. Some of the drinks aren't kosher. That's why I don't want people to think, oh, the rabbi's drinking Starbucks, I could drink anything in Starbucks. No, you have to be very careful. What's kosher, what's not kosher? I don't know. All right, let's go. What are we saying now? I forgot. Okay, so what is that? How does it apply to us? Let me explain. It applies to us that we know, and I'll explain. We know that there's no Avodah Zarah nowadays. The rabbis, what they did was, they saw how powerful it was. They saw how powerful, think about it. You, you read all up all the Navi, Navi speaks about what? Avodah Zarah, they did Avodah Zarah, they did Avodah Zarah, they did Avodah Zarah. All of a sudden, where's the Avodah Zarah? We don't have any Avodah Zarah, where's the Avodah Zarah? So let me explain. The rabbis took it out. And they say like a lion came out. Of the, of the, uh, in the bed of Midrash, a line came out. The Yetzirah of, 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 of back in the day was so, so strong. But, the Yetzirah said, wait, wait, wait. You took, by the way, he said, you took away the Avodah Zarah for what? For, 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 by me, but I need, I need something. I need something else. I need something. And they bring down, Sfarim Akdoshim say, what did the Yetzirah do? He said, he put it what? He went through money. What does that mean? How many people go crazy and fight and are dishonest for money? How many relationships will be broken for money? So in the beginning, a person's making money. Not bad. What's wrong? But then he cre- created into a thing. And that we can't do. We can't make, we can't create money into a thing. It's not a thing. It's, it's some, we need money in order to sustain our lives, in order to live properly, in order to serve Hashem. That's what we need money for. But to make it a thing, that's, that's already making it into Avodah Zarah. So what does it mean? It means like this. Yes, you need money. 
to live. You need money. Make a lot of it. Make tremendous. Make billions. Make trillions. Make as much as you can. But at the same time, don't make it a thing out of it. What does that mean? That means if sometimes, like I know, I, I, I've been seeing, let's say I saw in one partnership, these two guys were, were, were best friends. Two friends, the best friends. They went into partnership in a business. And one guy said, oh no, I think $25,000 is missing this, that. He says, I don't know what you do. And they broke up a relationship. 45 years they're friends. Childhood friends I'm talking about. Childhood friends. Remember you when you were in kindergarten, you play, you play with your friend uh, basketball and the little tykes. What is it called? I don't know what I'm talking about. The basketball. They're friends since then. And then 45 years later, they went into business together. Uh, maybe three years after that, he's missing 25 grand into the pot. He blamed it on his friend. And now the relationship is over. They don't go to his party. You don't go to my party. You don't go to yours. I don't go to yours. You don't go to me. You don't talk to me. I don't talk to you. I don't, lose my number. Lose my number. Now, Baruch Hashem, they're getting back into peace. But I'm just saying, how does that happen? Because they made money into a thing. When you make money into a thing, that's it. That becomes, oh, you took my life. You took 25000 I'm done with you. That's it. Cut. You made it into a thing. There's a way to deal with it. You could sit down with him. You could speak with him. You could, you could talk with him. And even if he would have taken that, you break a relationship, it's worth 25 grand to break a relationship for that? And guess what? It happens in families too. It happens in families too. What do you think? All of a sudden, the father passes away. There's three, four properties. All of a sudden, whatever properties is, there's, there's the, 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 all the children, oh my god, this, ah, that, that. What do you mean? You, 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 you made daddy sign when he was in the hospital at 89 years old. You took the papers and you signed everything off that. It's a true story that happened. I was sitting for breakfast one time and a guy came over to me and I said, why you look so down? He said, you don't know what my own brother did to me. He said, what did your brother do to you? His brother, he tells me, his brother, his father owned like a big, big property in Manhattan, some crazy building. And his brother went before his father passed away, wrote a whole thing with the lawyers, that and he wrote 90% of the building goes to me the other 10% goes to the other brother and signed by the father and not over and if the other brother fights him in court he loses the other 10% this is a true story and I'm sitting there like holy cow whoa First of all, the other guy's like a genius. 90 bad. If you fight me, that means, imagine, imagine the building's worth $1 billion, right? $1 billion, right? So the guy's, look, you're getting 100 million. But if you fight me, you're going to get zero. What would you do? Ah, you're bugging out. You're going wild. If you fight, that's what it says. And if he fights his brother in court, anything like that, even the 10% goes away. 100 million, lose 100 million, or gain 500 million. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But what? This other brother made it into a thing. Why are you making such a thing? Why can't you give your brother 50-50? What's going on over here? What's going on? You can't give your brother 50-50? You think the father was really in a state of mind to say, you're 90, he's 10? I don't understand. But he made it into a thing, so he's ready to ruin a whole relationship of family, family, brother, brotherly love, brotherhood, whatever it may be. What? For a few dollars, and that's exactly what happened. 400 doesn't make a difference. You know why? Because money comes, money goes. That's why it's called Zeus.
Zuz means it goes mazes, it zaz from here, zaz there, goes here, goes there. It's a joke. It's, it's a joke how, how, I was speaking to a guy yesterday, and he tells me, I own a certain amount of houses, and he says in the year of 2008, he told me he went zero. I said, what happened? He said the tenants weren't paying, and a lot of tenants weren't paying, he couldn't pay the mortgage, and everything collapsed on him, he had to rebuild, 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 and Baruch Hashem, now he, he rebuilt, he has a, he has a ton, ton of real estate now, but I'm saying, what, what happened? So I said, so how do you feel? He says, I see myself, it's a galgal, you know galgal? Circle. So I'm on top, bottom, top, bottom, top, bottom. What is Hashem showing you? You don't own nothing. Not a dollar belongs to you. It's all my money. What does the Pasuk say? Li hakesev li hazav. To me is the money, to me is the, the silver, to me is the gold. Nobody owns anything in life. You think you're, you're the money that's in your pocket. Oh, it's my money. It stays forever. No, 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 no. It's Hashem that's giving you that money. And that's why a person cannot make a thing out of it. You don't make a thing. Oh, my money, my money, my this, my that. And it, it ruins relationships. Even husband and wife. Let her spend. You have the money. If you don't have the money, okay, I understand. You, sh- you have to explain to her what's going on. You explain to her, listen, right now, times are tough. Explain to her nicely. You know, mm, you say, calm her down a little bit. You, you explain to her, it'll be better. I'll get you a diamond ring as soon as we make it big. Whatever it is. But if times are good, and you have the money, so let her spend. What do you, you get a phone call? How about you don't understand? Uh, every time I swipe the card, he gets a buzz from from the bank. What, what, are, you, what are you buying for for one hundred fifty dollars? I can't live my life that he like. You know, every time I charge, I, he's on my case. Every time, text message. What are you buying now? <laughs> you know what's going on? So therefore, you can't make it a thing. Let loose. Let loose. Also, you can't also be be cheap with the money. Some people they they can't spend the dollar. They just can't spend. They can't take the pocket out. Some people can't give to help other people. They just can't give. The pocket is too, too strong that they can't even pull a dollar out to give. But if you realize, the more you give, the more you get. Right? The more you give, the more you get. That's that's the end of the rule. Why should Hashem give you extra money? For what reason? But if you're helping other people with that money, Hashem says, I want to give you more, I want to give you more, I want to give you more, I want to give you more. So therefore, you have to understand, this pasuk is very relevant to us. Because... A person can never make money into into a thing. You have to be careful with that. You can't make it into a thing. Hashem gives, Hashem takes, Hashem gives, Hashem takes. It's all Hashem. It's all Hashem. And this is exactly what the Pesach was saying. You can't... Also people sometimes they get, they get, um, uh, they get down. Relax. Relax. Everything will change. Everything will change. And I've seen it in my lifetime amongst people. I had people coming to me, Rabbi on zero, Rabbi on zero. Three people that I know right off my back right now, zero. Now, Baruch Hashem, flipped around. The guy's buying a house now, another one started a very big business, another one this, another that. From zero to hero. Baruch Hashem. But what? That's what? You, you can't make it into thing. Things are tough. Times are rough. Times are rough. Okay, it's okay. But it'll get better. It'll get better. Like I always say, what, 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 what did, uh, what did Shlomo Melech have? Uh, uh, he had a, he had a, uh, like a, a necklace type where it said, 
Gam ze yavor. What does that mean? This too shall pass. And he had it too. Why? Bad times, good times, good times, bad times. Therefore, you take a grain of salt, take a deep breath, but don't ever make money into a thing of Avodah Zarah. Don't ever make money into a thing of Avodah Zarah. And how is that? Fighting with your wife, fighting with your brothers, fighting with... It's only money. It's only money. It's only money. Money comes, money goes. And this is the great lesson that we're learning here today. Have a great night. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.